This is the Victory Podcast. Every week, we'll share an inspiring message about God's grace and forgiveness for you, wherever you're at in life. Your victory starts now. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are the light of the world, and we need you to shine into the darkness of our lives. We come to you looking for hope and belonging of joy, peace, and love. Lord Jesus, fill us this day and every day with your presence. We pray this in your name. Amen. When I was a child and I'd walk by our Christmas tree in our living room, my eyes would just glisten. As I looked at the tree and all the decorations and all the lights and the presents beneath. When you were a child, did you ever wait impatiently for your parents to hurry up and leave the house so you could make a premeditated search for your Christmas gifts? You know, looking underneath their bed, in their closet, out in the garage, down into the basement. When you were a child, did you ever wait impatiently for your parents to leave the house so you could go underneath the tree and grab that gift that had your name on it, feel it, pick it up, see how heavy it was, shake it, maybe even take it by a lamp and and stretch the wrapping paper out as, as tight as you could so you could see if there are any words on the box? Yep, I did that. What was on your Christmas list when you were in grade school? What was on your Christmas list when you were in high school? What's on your Christmas list today? Even though your Christmas list back when you were in grade school is different than the one that you had when you were in high school and the the Christmas list that you have today is different than when you were in high school, there's a connection. The connection is hope. What are you hoping for this year? For maybe some of our, our young children, they're hoping for a bike, or a game, or a toy, a doll. Maybe as we're a little bit older, maybe we're looking for an Apple watch or a Garmin. Maybe some jewelry, some clothes, tools, maybe an airline gift card. What are you hoping for? Maybe what you're hoping for is that gift that you ordered way before Black Friday so that it would be sure to get here on time, but it came with a delayed delivery notification, maybe you're hoping that that notification will soon go away and your gift will arrive. What are you hoping for? Maybe you're hoping that that gift that you ordered on Cyber Monday and already came and and you've already wrapped it up, maybe you're hoping that it actually came with batteries because now you're not so sure. What are you hoping for? Maybe you're hoping that he or she will say yes this year. Maybe you're hoping that your spouse will just pay attention to you. 
Maybe you're hoping that your wayward son or daughter will return home or at least give you a call. Maybe you're already exhausted and there's so many things yet to do. Maybe you're exhausted already and so you are just hoping for a silent night and an opportunity to sleep at. What are you hoping for? Today, we're beginning our Christmas series, Christmas List, and we're gonna be looking at the gifts that are at the very desires of our heart. Gifts like hope and belonging, of joy, of peace and love. And today, we're gonna answer the question, why do we have hope? Let's turn into to God's word. Romans chapter eight says this. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope, we were saved. But hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Did you catch those key phrases? Groan inwardly, wait eagerly, hope for that which is not yet seen. Boy, the, the wait eagerly part, we get that. That's, that's cool, that's fun, but... The groan inwardly, that doesn't sound like fun. That doesn't sound like Christmas, or does it? For the faithful people back in the Old Testament times, they waited eagerly for the hope which they had not yet seen, but they often, so often did it groaning inwardly. Life was tough. There were families who couldn't have children and they still wanted children. There were families who had children, but they lost their children, maybe in the womb or maybe when they were just toddlers. There was family strife, brothers and sisters fighting against each other. There was abuse, there was poverty, there was hungry, there was slavery, there were sicknesses of all kinds without the benefit of modern medicine. Many people felt misunderstood and they didn't have a voice. The synagogue, the place of worship, the place that should be a safe spot for all people had become an insider's group. And so the women, the children, and the foreigners they were all pushed to the outside. It was a difficult time. It was a hard time for many. For the faithful, they watched their culture rebel against God and then persecute them as well. Desperately, they waited. Eagerly, they waited for that years old promise to come true 
the years-old promise of the Messiah coming into the world. It was hard. Isaiah says of the people, the people were walking in darkness. Do you know anyone who's walking in darkness right now? Maybe it's the darkness of dreams that are dashed. Life's just not turning out the way they thought it was going to. Maybe the darkness of cancer or some other disease or illness. Maybe the darkness of grief, loneliness, regret, separation, suffering, or some other trouble. Do you know anyone like that? Maybe you're that person walking in the darkness. Does life have you overwhelmed by its circumstances? Are you struggling to get by because of all of the stress? Are you wounded by your situation? Is your heart just overflowing and spilling out with disappointment? Do you feel like you're in a wilderness and you don't know how to get out? Christmas is a reminder that life is full of dark times. Why do we have hope? We have hope because Jesus comes into our darkness. Francesca Battistelli says, some years it's wonder and lights in the sky and some years it's okay to cry in your silent night. Remember back to, to Romans 8 and that groan inwardly? What causes that deep pain that's inside? You know what cause it is? Is that there's something missing. There's something lacking. There's a lack of completeness. What it is, is a lack of unity with God. A relationship with God is, is broken, and so something is missing. It, it doesn't make sense. And so we strive to become complete. And so we reach out and, and we try to become complete by things or by people, but it never really fully works because the hole that we're trying to fill is a God-sized hole and only God can fill it. And so God sends Jesus into our darkness, into our deep inward groans, into our painful consequences. And Jesus comes to make us complete, to restore us to unity with God, and to redeem us from the empty way of life. Galatians 4 says, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. 
Jesus came to redeem us, to buy us back, to bring us back to full unity with God. 2 Corinthians 5 says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. You see, the hope of Christmas, it doesn't stop at the cradle. It doesn't even stop at the cross because the tomb is empty. And because the tomb is empty, that means that Jesus is with us in our every day, day to day, even in the darkness of our day life. You see, sometimes we forget that earth is not our forever home. And when we think that earth is our forever home, then we think that things are going to be perfect or at least pretty good. And, you know, at least he or she is going to get better. And we end up disappointed. We forget that Jesus came to rescue us from our sin and from the darkness of painful circumstances. See, hope in Jesus is not wishful thinking or optimism. Hope in Jesus is trust and confidence in what Jesus has already accomplished for us by his perfect life, his innocent death, and his death-defying resurrection. Christmas is a reminder of why Jesus came. Jesus came to defeat the darkness of sin, death, and Satan. Why do we have hope? We have hope because Jesus defeated the darkness of sin, death, and Satan. What's on your Christmas list this year? I know one of the things. I haven't even seen your list, but I know one of the things. In fact, you may not have written this out, but I know you want it because we all want it. We all want hope. See, in life, there are going to be storms. There's going to be difficult times, and hope is like a coat. When the storms in life come, hope is like a coat. Hope in Jesus is like a coat. Now, picture a brutal day outside, super cold. It's windy. The snow is coming down off your roof. It's, It's blowing straight across the street, but you put on a coat. The coat doesn't change the circumstances. The coat doesn't change the weather, but it changes you in the weather. The circumstances didn't change, but the coat changed you. The circumstances didn't change, 
but hope changed you. The circumstances didn't change, but Jesus changes you. We need Jesus in our lives. See, I know some of you are hurting right now really, really bad. Some of you are hurting because a dream that you had, it got dashed. And it doesn't make sense. And, and you're just going back and forth. You don't know what to do because you're in so much pain. Did you ever stop to think that you made your dream your idol? Did you ever stop to think that maybe God let your dream die because your dream actually wasn't big enough? Are you going to allow for a revision of your dream? Did you ever stop to think that maybe God let your dream die because his dream for you is much greater than the dream you had for yourself. Proverbs 3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. In your disappointment, you have a deliverer. In your sin, you have a savior. In your wreck, you have a redeemer. In your hurt, you have hope. Because Christmas tells us that God has come near. Psalm 34 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. God already knows what tomorrow holds. And let me give you a little sneak peek. God is holding you. A song from Casting Crown says, From heaven's height to manger low, there is no distance the Prince of Peace won't go. From manger low to Calvary's hill, when your pain runs deep, his love runs deeper still. He has always loved you, child, and he always will. Somewhere in your silent night, heaven hears the song your broken heart has cried. Hope is here, just lift your head, for love has come to find you somewhere in your silent night. We have hope in Jesus. And because we have hope, we can use that hope that we have in Jesus. And so in happy moments, you can praise God. In sad moments, you can seek God. In the painful moments, you can trust God. In every moment, you can thank God. See Hope and Christmas go hand in hand. Because of Jesus, there's always hope. See, maybe 
Maybe at one time you're a really strong believer. You got confirmed, you were baptized, all of that. But then you walked away. Maybe you, maybe you walked away. Maybe it's easy if you just, you lost your way, your priorities. Or maybe you openly rebelled and, and walked away, gave up on God, started worshiping a, a, another God. Maybe you walked away because of your disappointment, because of your shattered dreams, and you're just angry and you walked away. Well, if that's you, I want you to know that Jesus has already provided a way back for you. His hands of grace and mercy reach farther than any of our sin could ever take us. Maybe some of you are are feeling down and out, unloved, lonely, full of regret. If that's you, I want you to know Jesus understands and he's right beside you with his unconditional compassion. Maybe for some of you, you're, you're hearing this Jesus thing for the, the first time, and it sounds pretty good, but you're going, wow, it's, it actually sounds too good. It sounds too easy. And so you're a little bit timid and, and skeptical. Well, it is easy. Because Jesus has done all the work for us. Maybe for, for some of you, you, you came to worship today and, and your arms were kind of crossed. You just kind of wanted to, to get through it. But, but in it all, somehow or another, a glimmer of hope landed into your lap. Well, welcome home. Welcome to the victory that hope in Jesus brings. Maybe for some of you, you're disappointed and ashamed, disgruntled at the way you've lived your life. Well, I want you to know that that Jesus isn't disappointed. He's not ashamed of you. He's not disgruntled. But he has provided a way for your deliverance from sin. Why do we have hope? We have hope because hope has a name, and his name is Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for running into our lives with your hope, with a hope that is good for each and every in any situation, a hope that heals even our broken hearts, a hope that brings light even into the deepest darkness, a hope that is better than what we had ever hoped for. Thank you, Jesus,
for coming into our world and bringing us hope for all eternity. We pray this in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Victory Podcast, brought to you by Victory of the Lamb in Franklin, Wisconsin. For video sermon archives, more information about us, and to let us know how we can meet you where you're at, go to victoryofthelamb.com.